Hey, everyone. Welcome to Creep Your Heart Out. I'm Monica. And I'm Nick. And this is a special little episode for you guys. This is our very first mini, so we are super excited about this one. Um, We had, you know, yesterday and today off, we got our first COVID vaccine. So Mm. we're just, yeah, we're just recovering a little bit today, just a little sore. Yeah, a little sore, a little tired. Yeah, so we had a little extra time today, so I thought that maybe we would just throw you guys a little mini episode. So, yeah, we're not going to waste too much time. We're just pretty much going to jump right into it. Today, we are going to be talking about the Aoki Gahara Forest. Hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Is that in Japan? It is in Japan. Okay, I think I heard something about this. Yeah. It's where people go to like die or something. Oh, you'll see. Um, right. I hope I'm saying it right too. Aoki Gahara. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the Aoki Gahara Forest today. So the Aoki Gahara Forest is a forest that borders the northwestern base of Mount Fuji, located on the island of Honshu in Japan. Mount Fuji is the highest mountain in Japan, standing at 12,389.2 feet. It's also a volcano, if you didn't know. It is the second highest volcano located on an island in Asia, and it is also the seventh highest peak of any island in the entire world. The mountain is located less than 100 miles west of Tokyo and is even visible from the city on on clear days. The last major eruption of Mount Fuji occurred in 864 AD, leaving behind a vast expanse of hardened lava on which a forest began to grow. The Aokigahara Forest, known as the Sea of Trees for its closely growing plant life and lush greenery, thrives on over 12 square miles of the porous lava bedrock. Parts of the forest are very dense, and the porous hardened lava underneath the forest floor absorbs sound, creating a deadly silence throughout the woods. Oh. That's pretty creepy, huh? It is weird. Yeah. It's it's a very unique forest. So it's like a big pop screen like you're using a microphone. Basically, Forest. yeah. Okay, I mean, I'd love neat. to visit it someday because it seems just really, really crazy. I mean, I've mm. watched a couple of YouTube videos of people visiting the forest and they say it's not like anywhere else on earth. It's just mm. insane. Yeah. So um, the Aokigahara Forest is a popular tourist destination, making an easy day trip, especially for the residents of Tokyo. The forest contains a beautiful undulating hiking trail through the wood leading up to three caves located on the western edge of the forest that are popularly visited by tourists and school groups. These unique caves were formed by the same eruption that formed the forest floor. So the three caves are the Psycho Bat Cave, the Narusara Hayo The Psycho Bat Cave? It, it's, it's, I think it's Sayako. Oh, yeah, Psycho Bat I think I just said it really fast, but it's S-A-I-K-O. Yeah, so sounds, we'll like a, sounds like a rave. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Psycho Bat Cave. You were going to Psycho Bat Cave. I saw the pictures <laughs> from inside, too, and I have a couple of pictures I'll put up on the Instagram, too. So it looks really, really cool. So I guess we'll talk about that one first. Um, the Sayako Bat Cave is the largest of the three caves that contains many pathways and chambers that can be explored by tourists and is also home to a protective bat colony. Hmm. They keep the bats in the back of the cave, so you can't see the bats, but they're there. Are they psycho bats? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's maybe why. Guess, guess <laughs> oh my God. Next is the Nar- Narusawa Kayaketsu Ice Cave, which is a cave lined with huge blocks of ice that never thaw, even in the summer. Fun fact, this cave which was originally used in the early 1900s to store ice before the invention of refrigerators. Oh. Isn't that cool? Interesting. Lastly, we have the Fugaku Wind Cave, which is the smallest cave and 
quickest hike of the three. I didn't find why it was called the wind cave. I'm not really sure. I'm guessing the wind blows in there, but I like a lot, but I guess um, it's pretty full of ice, just like the last cave, but it doesn't stay frozen like that all year round. It's, oh. it said something like th- constantly three degrees in there, but I guess the ice doesn't stick around all year round. Huh. All three caves can be visited freely without the need for a guide. Oh. Yeah. They just provide you with helmets at the beginning and then you just kind of trek around in the cave. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd love to go someday. So now we're going to get to why we are really here today. So what is this famous? What is this forest most famously known for? Wow. I can't talk even in a short episode. In Japanese folklore, the Aokigahara forest is said to be haunted by Yuri... I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's Y-U-R-E-I, which are the ghosts of those who have died quickly and or violently in the forest and were unable to pass into the afterlife. It is also said that the forest was allegedly a place where elderly or ill family members were taken and abandoned to die, but there are few sources corroborating this ever took place. Isn't that creepy? Imagine if you were sick or just old and your family was like, all right, come on, Nick. We're going on an adventure today. <laughs> all right. They just leave you on the list. Just look at the flowers, Lenny. And I'm only making a joke of that because there's no real evidence that that, that that actually happened, but it is pretty horrifying to think about. They just leave you on this forest. Mm. And it's all dense, dark, quiet. It's- I bet things like that were more common than you think that maybe hundreds Possibly. of years ago. But it was your time. It was just your time. Yeah. And it definitely could have been some kind of tradition, maybe, where maybe that was thought to be like a peaceful place to die, where it's really quiet. You're surrounded by greenery and, you know, some animals, stuff like that. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Just waiting in the wings for you to. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's definitely worse than just dying suddenly in your bed or something like that. I mean, I'm just dragged out into a forest and, Mm. all right, see ya. It's nice knowing you. Uh, in recent decades, however, the Aokigahara Forest has become famous for being one of the world's most used suicide sites, earning it the nickname the Suicide Forest. Mm-hmm. I have heard about this. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Since the mid-20th century, recorded suicides in the forest have been rising at an increasing rate of 10 to 30 per year, the most common method being either hanging or drug overdose. Damn. Mm, yeah, it's- it's weird. In 2003, a record number of 105 suicide victims were discovered in the forest. Eventually, the Japanese government ceased in reporting to the public the number of suicide victims found in the forest in an effort to decrease Aogi Gahara's association with suicide. So I saw something. Yeah. the If you look at the numbers online, they were going up and up and up and up until they were fine. I think it was in 2011. They were finally like, OK, we're not reporting on this anymore because... You know, people, it just gives the forest a bad name. And it's not just known for the suicide. It is known primarily for that, I guess, nowadays. But it's mostly was supposed to be a tourist Mm. attraction. So they want to kind of get away from that. But it is also, uh, it is so, oh my God, I can't talk. But it is still so often used as the final resting place for victims of suicide that signs have been, signs have been erected along many of the trails urging suicidal visitors to think of their families and to seek professional help, such as a suicide prevention association. And still each year, dozens of corpses are extracted from the woods, but many are lost forever in the forest's vastness. So they do send like a group of searchers out into the forest. I think it's at the end of the year Mm. to just pull all the bodies out of the forest, but they just don't report. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty horrific. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. They don't, they don't report it because I'm, I'm pretty sure here in New Hampshire, the um, I found I, 
think this is true. They won't report suicides in like WMUR or the newspaper because mm-hmm. they don't. They want to prevent copycats, kind of. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I think it's probably yeah. Yeah, probably a good could good be thing on their end. Yeah, and they're also just trying not to make the world know that this place is just where people kill themselves. It's it's a place where people go to learn, and they go mm-hmm. and explore the caves and the forest and the animals that live there and all that. So they're just trying to kind of turn the attention away from mm-hmm. the suicide. Searchers often find discarded tents, backpacks, food and drink waste, and shoes, among other signs that there was once life where they stood. Occasionally, one trekking in the woods may come across a rope leading from the path into the forest as if a person contemplating suicide is unsure and wants to make sure they can find their way back if need be. I feel like that's almost even creepier, you know? Yeah, well, they need a rope. To so get- what they'll do is they'll they'll... When they're about to leave the path, they'll tie a rope around a tree, and then they'll keep tying it on trees so that wherever they end up in the woods, they can find their way back. Hmm. So it because I re- I didn't write it in here. It's, it's that dense. And- yes, it's that dense. So I read something and I didn't put it on here, but because so many different sources say this say different things about this, but there is a whole thing where when you're on the path, they encourage you to stick with the path because the forest is so dense that you can get lost really easily. And there was one thing that I saw about compasses being affected by the fact that the ground is made of lava, which has certain el- like magnetic elements in oh, it, and yeah. it can fuck with your compass. But in certain, I didn't add this in here because so many different sources said so many different things about it. But I guess it, it's really only if you hold the compass really low to the ground that it can kind of get messed up. But oh, okay. they still tell you to stay with the path. You know, don't trust your compasses, just stay on the path. And if you stay on the path, you'll be fine. That's wild. Yeah. So people will tie ropes around trees and they'll make their way into the forest. And it's probably just in case they decide to come back, they can find their way back. Hmm. So that's why they were saying too, the forest is so dense that there's bodies out there that they never find. That's crazy. Because it's that dense. Yeah, it's really crazy. It is unclear when or why the forest started to become such a popular spot for taking one's own life. And so it can only be speculated. Are suicidal victims drawn here because because of its serene, peaceful silence? And so it is ideally a perfect place to take one's own life? Or is the forest fam- forest's famous reputation to be blamed? We can only wonder. Hmm. Probably a little bit both. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I mean, you know, I do, I do kind of think that because it's such like a quiet space, Maybe that would be attracting so many people because it's just you're in nature. It's quiet. You can kind of lose yourself in the woods. Not saying it's okay or a good thing to go and do, but I could see maybe why it would attract Mm. certain people. Another thing that I had read that I didn't write down too is most of the people that they find out there that have either attempted suicide or completed it were usually men between the ages of 40 and 50. And it was usually in March that they decide to do this because it's the end of the Japanese fiscal year. So it could be like working men that feel like they have failed and then decided to go out there and end their own lives. So it's It's so they said 40 and and between 40 and 50 years old. In in the United States, isn't it like, I know typically statistically men tend to commit suicide. Well, no, statistically, is it it younger? I don't know, but I know in, in the United States, it's, Typically, men. I think men try to commit suicide more. Women also attempt to commit suicide, but men are more successful at it. Yeah, typically. But I'm not sure what the age range is. I never, I never thought to look that up. That's kind of a creepy thing to look up. I don't really want to think about it. It's yeah. pretty terrible. But 
I'm just going to cite some sources real quick. AogikaraForest.com, which does mention some of the things that you can go and do and see out in that forest, in that area, where and how to travel from Tokyo in order to get to the Aokigahara Forest. It's a pretty cool website. Go check it out. Also, atlasobscura.com, travelganjinpot.com, verdict.co.uk. And I put Atlas Obscura again by accident, whoops, and Wikipedia. So yeah, that was it. What did you think? Interesting. It's a cool one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a good I, one for I, a little mini. Yeah, I had heard of, I had heard about that uh, the the suicide force. It's uh definitely a uh, It's creepy. Yeah. When I was researching this, I had to keep stopping mm-hmm. cuz I was kind of freaking myself out a little bit and yeah. it's it's really yucky and yeah. and crazy and creepy. Not yucky, but I say yucky and ew. I guess when things creep me out. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ew or yeah. yucky. Yeah, yeah. Um I it I would love to go see the forest and just maybe walk around there sometime but there was one thing i saw and i did not look this up i don't know if it's still on the internet but there was some youtuber who went out into the into the woods um at the aokigahara forest and he was filming himself walking through the woods and he came and he found a dead body oh my god yeah and he put it on fucking youtube which is like a horrific because you know for many reasons because it's like i don't think anybody really wants to see that it's really crazy. And also it's kind of disrespectful. It's very just, disrespectful. It's, yeah. It's crazy to just be like, Oh, look at this guy. I just found this guy in the woods. Like that's yeah. horrible, you know? So definitely don't do that. Please. If you go yeah. out there, <clears throat> just enjoy the sights. And if you are to the path. feeling suicidal, seek professional help. Absolutely. Always. Every Absolutely. Time. Did you learn anything today? I didn't know about the magma underneath the you forest. Didn't know which that? Caught, I didn't realize. I knew it was like eerily quiet. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I didn't realize that's what caused it. Yeah, it's because it's porous, and then there's yeah. all kinds of plant life growing on top of it, so it absorbs sound. Yeah. And I guess there's very few animals in the forest as well. There's some bears, some squirrels, things like that, but there's not many. Mm-hmm. So it's just eerily, eerily quiet there. So when you're walking up and down the trails, it's just silent. That's, that's It's so creepy. That is creepy. Right? Yeah. So yeah, everybody, that was the Aokigahara Forest. I hope you enjoyed our very first mini episode i definitely had fun researching this while i had a little bit of time today if you want you can go follow us on social media at creep your heart out underscore pod on instagram uh, on twitter you can find us at creep y-h-o underscore pod yes creepy ho pod and if you have any stories that you would like to hear right on the podcast or if you have any of your own stories that you would like to hear you can email us at creep your heart out pod at gmail.com So we will see you Monday for our regular full-length episode. And remember, creep you later. (laughs) Bye.